I think the last time I was in Memphis, I think I got gout from the amount of barbecue and <laughs> oh beer I had. Oh my gosh. There. Are you custom made, custom paid, or you just custom fitted PlayStation? Welcome to another Fits with the Founder. I'm your founder, Nick. I'm here with Cassie, as always. Hello. So, Cassie, it's January. It's like mid-January. Yeah. It's it's actually halfway warm outside for Illinois. It's true. It's like 40 degrees. I can walk around in like a sweater. Yeah, that's that's pretty. <laughs> it kind of, I was talking about it with some of the uh, workers around the warehouse today. We were all talking like, you could legitimately maybe play golf. Oh, 100%. It's a little damp, but if you're not offended by that, you could for sure play 18. I just was telling them, I hope this doesn't mean that like winter's coming late and it prolongs my summer. Because I, you know, some of my favorite golf is played in May. Sure. I mean, right, knock on wood, I'm knocking on Nick's desk right now. We haven't had like a really, really big snow yet. So I'm afraid it's going to hit at like the end of February and we're not going to be able to golf until like June 1st. <laughs> yeah, it's, I guess, you know, this is that time of year where you dream about golf and that's all you can do. Although I do sim. play a ton of sim golf. Yeah. So like I'm getting in my reps. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's going to be a big week for me. I'm going to go get all the new demos, which we're going to talk about in a nauseam. Yeah, yeah. At this, we're going to get really geeked out on equipment this episode. But I'm actually going in for the wood side of my bag now that we have them all and getting fit uh I'm hoping to get fit tomorrow. So we're going to talk about this later in the episode, but what do you think is the front runner for your game? <laughs> what is your hypothesis? Uh, well, I'm really, I really want the Ping G30 to work. Okay. I yeah. love how it looks. I, I've heard like the sound, we're going to talk about it later, but sounds like awesome. Incredible. Yeah. I'm just, that's the one I want to work. Yeah. I think there's some sleepers in there like Cal- Cobra Aerojet. Even like, you know, Titleist, you know, even though they launched in August or mm-hmm. September has been one of the hottest drivers on the wall. And, you know, we'll talk about that with some of the people we're going to have on later, but it, it's it's holding up. So this is a wild card here. Ooh. Normally I go into these and I'm like, OK, it's probably one or two. Sure. Uh, this year. Could be anything. I, yeah, it, it, it's a wild card. I, I mean, it could be six different. Could be heads. Paradigm. Could be Stealth 2. Yeah, it could know, be. Man. It could be. I, you know, it's funny. The Paradigm, and we'll talk about it again. I don't want to give away too much too fast because I get excited about this stuff. Just still not sold on the looks of that. But then I'm told I'm nuts on it. Yeah. We're going to see later when we have Kyle Morris on here, who's another, you know, one of our equipment junkies and uh, general managers of our stores. We'll see if he thinks I'm nuts. Earlier this morning, I made that same comment to Brad Sislow, who's our, you know, director of training. And he's like, dude, you're nuts. Think sexy as can be. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if I'd go that hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it does look good. It looks super good outside. Well, maybe we'll grab all the demos and we'll describe them yeah. to everybody. So um, anything, let's start with Club champion news today. We don't usually do that, but let's start with what we have going on. Okay. So, you know, when we, when we do, when this launches on Friday, uh, knock on wood, we're knocking on wood a lot early in this episode. Uh, Fort Myers should be open. Should be open. Yes. So that's going to be one of our many, many stores in that state. Um, the usual deal applies there. It'll be 50% off your fitting with an equipment purchase of 500 or more. Um, but if you guys are in that area, now's the perfect time to book because all the demos Nick is talking about will be on the shelf. Yeah, no, they're, uh, the store, ripping ready to go obviously we're, we're waiting for final permits which we can't uh control how the city does that Yay, but construction they're, yeah they're, <laughs> the fitters are there the demos are there it's a great looking studio yeah. there in fort myers and uh so we're excited and it should be open on friday barring no issues with these permits um what other club champion news do we have well we have a ton of demos but again i'm not going to talk about that because we're going to get into that hardcore in the meat of this episode sure where we talk about all the stuff that's gone in there and i mean there is a pile in fact i already started making look the notes on the back of my thing. 
<laughs> he knows he's like chicken scratch all over the yeah, back. Yeah, you know, it's, it, there's so much like even though I can speak to 99% of it off the top of my head because I'm just that big of a junkie uh, and been waiting and, you know, plotting this stuff because, you know, I, the nice part about uh, Club Champion is we're big enough now. I start seeing this stuff like four or five months in advance. Yeah. And we start planning and we start doing all that stuff. And so I've been drooling over it for a while, <laughs> but then I get so excited. I'm like, if I don't write these down, I'll forget about it. Yeah. Well, and also you have a lot of information all at the same time. Yeah. Too. Right. So it makes sense. There's a lot of cool tech. So we'll, we're going to get into that a bunch. What other stuff do we got going on? So before we get into tour news, the only other club champion information that we can share probably shouldn't, but I'm going to anyway, um, this week or next week, we'll be opening our first club champion location in Scotland. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, that'll be in Glasgow. Um, we we technically have locations already in the UK. So, um, you know, we we partner with Golf Principles and those are now Club Champion stores. Um, but this will be the first official international location that is opened as a Club Champion and wasn't a partnership with another brand. So yeah, we're really Joe, excited. Joe Hughes, who's running is a long time, known awesome. him for a long time, uh, been in the industry for a long time. He's going to run a great out. He's a Scotland native and mm -hmm. he's going to run a great spot there. Yeah. And you're going to hear more about that international expansion as we go through these uh, this year, because, you know, last year we were able to, you know, partner partner or acquire, you know, three different countries, Canada, UK and Australia. And all those partners have done great through the past year, trying to reformat to get into kind of like a little bit of a growth mode without, mm -hmm. you know, all the great stuff of losing quality and that, that personal touch. So, you know, we're on that move right now. It'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. So that you'll, you guys will see some press releases and stuff coming out about that the, as well. The other club champion news I thought about when he said there is I just like to also continue as I sit 10 feet off the warehouse <laughs> here, which is where I really should be and need to be because, uh, you know, that's where I, my passion is, is I love club fitting. I love club building. But if the club's not built correctly, it ain't going to work. And so, you know, I love being in that mix. We're still 10 business day turnarounds. Mm -hmm. The only thing that's stopping that a little bit at the moment is we're pre-selling a lot of this product that we're going to talk about today and the launch don't actually happen for like another week or so. Mm -hmm. That being said, I might push the boundaries a little bit. Oh, I, la, 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 I can't hear it. I can't hear <laughs> I might push the boundaries a little bit. We're going to make sure those orders of this new stuff, you know, they get out there and they hit you right when they launch. So uh, you don't have to wait too long. But we're, we're still managing really quick turnaround times, mm -hmm. 10 business days. So, you know, if you're in a hurry to get golf clubs, don't be afraid to come in. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's talk tour. So, I mean, the big thing here, I guess there's a couple big things, but the main big thing was the trailer for Netflix's full swing dropped. So that's coming out mid-February. So I've been hearing about this thing for whatever, six months. Yeah, we talked now. about it a while yeah, ago. Yeah, and like, I could have cared less. Like, I was like, ah, this is stupid. Like, Ooh, I'm you know, excited. Yeah, well, okay, so I've changed. So give me a sec, but <laughs> I... I was just like, oh, okay. So you probably don't remember this, but there used to Golf Channel used to have behind the ropes, mm -hmm. PGA Tour behind the ropes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Actually, we were going to do it one. We year. were, yeah. yeah, right. Never mind. We did. <laughs> but it used to be like the biggest. It used to be one of the only things I really enjoyed watching on the Golf Channel. Now take that with a grain of salt because I really enjoy watching about anything on the Golf Channel because I'm a golf nerd. But it was one of the ones I really looked forward to, and I just wasn't consuming. I was really into it. So I wasn't quite sure where this was going, but after seeing more of the trailers, mm -hmm. it's basically like an insanely well-produced inside the PGA Tour. 100%. And yeah. they picked the best possible Yeah, they season. got some good personalities in there. Yeah. So, and I think that was even one of the quotes in the trailer was like, you picked a really good season to follow the PGA Tour yeah, because I mean, everything with Live Golf. It's going to be, I'm, I'm more excited about it. Um... I can't believe they're going to make us to wait till two. You know what? All these shows, I was talking about this last night. Everything I feel like just because I love football, so don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, and I watched every minute of every game this weekend. 
But it pushes back like all these people. It like, does. My show, uh, 1923, which has Harrison Ford, it's like the prequel to Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, we're taking a hiatus till fe February 5th. Because they know they can't get the viewers. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like Yellowstone even did theirs where they split up the season a little bit mm -hmm. where they had like, they're going to have two season finales for five. And they broke it up. Basically, it ended right around New Year's. And then they were, they, they knew that they wouldn't get the, you know, probably the max years. And they're going to restart season five, like in the summer. That's weird. It's weird to split a season like that. But Tulsa King is another new one on Paramount Plus that I like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's got Sylvester Stallone. Have you seen that yet? No. Oh, it's pretty good. And uh, anyway, they, it said originally there would be nine to ten episodes. Okay. Well, the ninth one happened last week. This, you know, like a week, a week ago before the playoffs started for NFL. And then we were like, wait, is there another one or not another one? And I had to Google search it. And they're like, yeah, there was maybe going to be a tenth. They decided not to set it off at nine and they'll restart the season. Oh, my gosh. So football's taking over, which yeah. again, I'm, I'm sort of okay in the sense that I want to watch football sure. too, but don't we have, that's why they're on streaming surfaces or your yeah. DVR. But also it's not like we didn't know the football season schedule. Like y'all yeah. could have planned around this. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's driving me nuts. I need new shows to watch. Yeah. Well, good news in about a month you'll have Netflix. Are you watching? I, yeah. I, I haven't. Well, how many episodes is this? I actually, I actually don't know. Okay. Um, but I, it's, I was, well, and they better dump it, it all at once so I can. Okay. Usually Netflix does. I binge, was equating it more to it. like the 30 for 30 kind of thing. Like that's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from it. So I don't, it might just be like a limited series, but we'll find out. So I'm excited about it. There's lots of personalities that we've talked about. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I think if you're a golf nerd, you got to watch it. For sure. And speaking of television, it was announced this week um, that Live Golf has finally found a home for streaming or for their their TV, rather. Yeah, CW. Which, like, which makes sense because that's a Fox network, right? It, it makes sense for and, that reason, but you know I what else Fox is on CW? Was, well, because Fox was originally in the running when I heard about mm -hmm. it this summer. And it made sense to me because Fox is always the edgier of like your yeah. network TV. And so, you know, that made sense. And then when I saw CW, I'm like, okay, they might have got slightly spooked. <laughs> and then we're like, you know what? We'll shove you to the CW. Which, which is where like vampire diaries and stuff. Yeah. Like it's such a weird choice. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, they do do some other sports on the CW. I can't remember what now, but uh, there are. But interesting. I mean, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know. I need to get like, I need to get lived up. Actually, I got another topic for you that it's going to piss you off. Oh, no. But it's going to be the WWE scenario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know your take on that. But hold on. But like I was sitting there and I go, you know, because I don't know when the tour, I don't know when Liv starts. Arts. And then I heard they lost another executive, but I didn't they hear did. why. Yeah, it's it's the same kind, like the contract negotiations. Oh, so, okay. which is weird to me because money is like not an option or like not an issue rather for this organization at this point. But yeah. Well, at a certain point they turn it, and it is. It's like you know, at a certain point it wasn't about the money. They had to get something started and off the ground, and then they have to start leaning out and making things more business wise. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about because you and you know, this is a golf podcast. And we're all golfers. Tangentially but related. You always bring up that you love wrestling <laughs> and that you and then you bring up with Liv that you're not a fan of the Saudi uh public investment group. Correct. And it seems like one of them got bought by the other. It does. And I am if it's true. So there for our listeners, the rumor, it has not been officially announced yet, but the rumor is that the Saudi public fund purchased WWE from Vince McMahon. Um makes sense. Vince McMahon's been in a lot of like Crap lately. Correct. And by the time this comes Which, out. Why, by the way, is anybody shocked by that? No, not at all. So does anybody give a shit? The, the biggest but issue is that he used work funds to pay off the girls that he did things to. Oh, but I anyway. understand. But I mean, again, are you that? <laughs> yeah, he's not a good person. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> 
Um, He's a showman. He is. There's also a longstanding rumor that the guy that we see as Vince McMahon is actually a hired actor and the real Vince McMahon is like just some random recluse who doesn't want anybody to recognize him. That's like a longstanding rumor. Okay, so I I have never been a wrestling person, so I I don't know those. That actually seems plausible to me. Yeah. The little that I know. Because people hate him because of the character I always watch like when he, like you, I see all these gifts all the time and I'm like, wait. There's no way he's also like the president of this. That I mean, I don't actually know if it's true, but for like 30 years, they've been talking about like the guy that you see come out in the ring as Vince McMahon is not like he's an actor, which I whatever. Anyway, so um, he had been basically booted as chairman because of all of these scandals. And Stephanie, his daughter, had kind of taken over on some of that stuff. And then randomly, these rumors started happening about the Saudi public fund. And then two days later, Stephanie released a statement basically saying that she was going to be stepping down and moving away from the company. And her dad was back as chairman of the board, which is a big deal because two days prior to that, the WWE board, he had come back and asked if he could be back on and they unanimously voted no. So now all of a sudden they said no and he's coming back. That it more than likely it's because they're being bought out. So I will tell you if it becomes official, AEW, the competitive brand will gain a fan by force because I will not support the product. And it hurts my soul. And I almost cried when I heard it. Yes, I love wrestling so much. Um, But like all my wrestling shirts will have to be trashed. Like everything I own, it's got to (laughs) go. But I won't be a hypocrite about it. It's one of those things where it's like, I can't support the product if they're owned by the Saudis. Okay, I guess uh, that's fine. Yeah, it wouldn't change. Like if I were, it's like we talk about with Liv. If it's a product, it's a product. Eh. I consume it. I'm a consumer. Yeah. But anyway, I uh, I don't think you're not going to catch me probably watching wrestling anytime soon. No offense. I just, I don't get it. Oh, none taken. More for me. I don't get it. (laughs) Um, What about, uh, so we had a a little bit of Ryder Cup news. I don't think this is, speaking of things that aren't a surprise, I don't think this was surprising at all, but it was announced that Davis Love III will be the vice captain for the Rome team. Makes sense. Yeah. How many times has he been in the Ryder Cup? Like, I mean. I mean, I saw that one and it kind of just rolled right through me. I was yeah. like, yeah, it makes sense. He's been the captain twice. Like he's been a player. Yeah, he's six very times. neutral. He's yeah, he's a calming, you know, yeah. he's all these things. So yeah. good for him. Um, and then we also had some LPGA tour news. So the Sony Open 2023 Sony Open, um, Sibu Kim, which yep. off to a great start. Um, and then we also had some weird, like fine news. I don't know if you saw this. Were, were you at all privy to this $25,000 no, fine? No, I, I, I was not. And I'm actually, I don't really understand. I know there's been a lot of uh, like uh, equipment because I'm an equipment guy. Yeah. There's been a lot of equipment jockeying on the LPGA tour. Yes. People, big names leaving certain companies, going to other companies. But no, I hadn't seen this. I'm, uh, what, what's the story behind the 25K fines for skipping the season open tournament? I, I mean, Davis? that's really what it is. Like long and short why, of it. Why, 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 was anybody come out and say why they're skipping it? Uh, well, they were all different reasons, but the thought they're kind of trying to do the same thing that the PGA tour is doing where they're ensuring that their bigger stars are at a, like certain events because of who the sponsors of the events are. And that's kind of what this scenario was. So some of these women are subject to this $25,000 fine because they skipped the season opener because the entire point is it's the season opener of the LPGA and nobody watched cause you weren't there. Right. Well, it's the tournament of champions. Right. And the champions weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> So. so I can understand that. Yeah. Like, listen, you want to be a part of an organization. This is like when PGA Tour, like however you want to look at it, like you don't have to work anywhere. There's always a door. You can walk out it and go somewhere else. Sure. The reality of it is, is you're an LPGA player that or a PGA Tour player, a Lyft player. Like, listen, you've signed up for this. You have a great opportunity, an opportunity that 99.9% of golfers would trade you for sure. in a heartbeat. Respect it a little bit. Yeah. No, I don't disagree. I, I think that that's kind of a steep fine, especially for the LPGA women who don't make as much as the guys do. But like, 
I get it. I think especially for the season I don't opener, think, I you think should they be went there. in knowing they were paying twenty five grand. So yeah, it was like that was the choice they made. Was I'm I'm rich enough where it doesn't matter. Fair enough. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I wouldn't do that if you're. Yeah, I I would have played the tournament for twenty five grand. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um. And then we have non non tour related news necessarily, but we are our brand ambassador Paige Brandt got into a little bit of a Twitter beef, and you actually saw more of it than I did. So you can yeah, tell the story. Yeah, I did. Well, because uh, Barstool was talking about it, or some other people were talking about it. So then I went down the rabbit hole. Um. But yeah, I mean, basically, there's this guy Nick Adams. He's another Twitter, you know, troll person. Yeah. He's got a lot of followers. Oh yeah, Way he's more than for I ever sure. Expected. I'd never heard of this guy before this thing. Uh, apparently, he calls himself nick adams the alpha male he's like a real masculinity <laughs> guy he basically you know he wants you to hate him like he is a he wants to be a twitter he's villain. a heel yeah yeah sure. that's that's what he wants to be and he makes a lot of like outlandish comments most of them misogynistic and uh so he made one and Paige decided to uh go play in the mud yeah. And basically fight back. And it was a pretty awesome exchange, to be honest. Oh, with for you. sure. And out of it became Paige Sporanic Alpha Jugs. Alpha Jugs. Because, you know, <laughs> screw Alpha Males. She's Alpha Jugs. It's pretty I tell funny. you what, it was a perfect. Both of them knew, had to have known exactly what they were doing. 100%. Nick Al Adams, and I have to say it because I just think it's funny. Nick Adams, alpha male, is the villain, is looking for the anti-villain to come fight him, mm-hmm. create, like stir that pot up, create conflict, and people grab on. Like I said, I would have never noticed these two people going at it. Yeah. And Paige is one of our ambassadors, but I just, like, I don't follow her Twitter. Sure. So I follow some of her other stuff, but I'll follow her Twitter. So, like. I would have never saw this had like <laughs> other places picked it up Barcel, and started running yeah. with it. Well, it was bars. There was a bunch of places though. Golf Channel picked it up. There was a bunch of outlets that picked it up. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. now I don't Slow know if they put it on week. their TV. They put it on like their Twitter. Like, oh, did you see this? Yeah. Or, you know, they took snapshots of the the feed or whatever. It was pretty good. I will say, uh, if I had, if I were a judge, and I'm not saying this because um, we're fans of Paige. I think she handled being the anti-villain way better than he handled being the villain. Her response of here's this hat that you can wear next time you're golfing with your chauvinistic buddies and it just says alpha jugs and it's like, you know, exactly what you think it is. That was like pro. And for her to turn it around so quickly. I feel like she went harder than he did. Oh, 100%. And so I was just like, okay, you won. I was surprised a guy with the name alpha male. Didn't take it to the next level or push it farther. Yeah. Then again, he's a pro Twitter villain. Yeah. Yeah. Troll. So like, I think he knew like he had to be a little careful. He was playing with a little bit of fire, but, uh, I mean, mean, if you want, if you want a good laugh, I will say it's, it's, I don't know. It's half laugh and half cringeworthy. Mm -hmm. It's that. Yeah. Which is what you kind of go to Twitter for. For sure. I do recommend following Paige because she she sometimes says these like one off tweets that are really funny. Like this morning she tweeted something along the lines of like, if you're going to meet like leave a nasty, snotty DM for me, delete your earlier DM about asking me out because you're giving me mixed signals. I saw that because now I am. Following her. following her and I will agree like it's different than her Instagram, Instagram yeah. it's it's more like these little one off like bites and she kind of moves into that Twitter space where it's edgier she for sure yeah. and she's also she watches like every sporting event ever too so she always has hot takes on like what I always like about Twitter like I, I officially kind of hate all social media to be honest with you <laughs> that being said um, I, I, I like Twitter because I feel like it's more authentic sure um, it's people saying what they want to say but probably wouldn't say in person mm-hmm. where Instagram like that, like Facebook's just, I don't even know about Facebook. I don't know. I've been on there forever, <laughs> but like Instagram, like I feel like it's all just fake. 
Uh, like, some it's of it, like yeah. little mini fake like videos, like well produced now. Yeah. It's not as authentic. Yeah. It's I would agree with that. I'm I'm a little bit of a different demographic than you. And plus social media is like kind of part of my job. But yeah. for me as a person, TikTok is where I spend the majority of my time. And I know your wife does the same thing. So Ugh. it's like, I know you hate it. I haven't gotten off. <laughs> well, I'm just afraid of that algorithm. I'll be honest with you. You would never get off of it because like it's so funny. My husband and I will be sitting on the couch both scrolling TikTok and our like for you pages are so different, even I though we're like looked, the same human. <laughs> so I have, I have taken people's TikTok, you know, whatever their phone and look, the golf TikTok section is okay. It's yeah. not great. I feel like us as golfers need to, if we're going to embrace TikTok, we need to put more, more content on TikTok. I agree with that. And like club champions working on a little bit of that stuff and what we're partnering with TXG to do some of it, but it's also like for you in particular. I can go down Instagram golf rabbit holes and be on there for a long time. Well, yeah. And half of it's really good content. Like I'm like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Like that was neat to watch or, you know, I learned something or whatever. Twitter's a little bit of the same way. Uh, that's a little bit more like individual hot takes on mm -hmm. golf equipment for me, but there's a lot of it. Um, and then, but like TikTok, you seem very generic. Like, Oh no. If you got on TikTok and you actually started interacting with content, you would end up with like hunting videos. You would end up with like Ram videos for your truck. You would end up with like old like footage of Michael Jordan playing basketball with the Bulls. Tiger like, Woods. It would be Tiger Woods from like the Masters back in the day. Like you would end up with all of this very specific content to you and you would never put the app down. It would be incredible. Well, there's a free ad for TikTok. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we are not paid to talk about TikTok. <laughs> I just truly like it. Uh, all right. So that's really all the news that we had this week. Yep. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to bring back some other equipment experts to talk to Nick about all the new toys. Yeah, let's get after this equipment. So we're back from our break. This is our equipment extravaganza. As I alluded to at the beginning of our uh, opening here with Cassie, I'm very excited because I love talking golf and I love talking golf equipment. So Cassie and I have invited Kyle Morris, the great. <laughs> Is that your title? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, for you, uh, Kyle has been on our podcast before. Kyle's one of our uh, regional sales directors or GMs or whatever we call them these days. But he's been with Club Champion a long time. And even before that, he uh, he's just been a club junkie since what? The beginning of time? Yeah, ever since I started playing, equipment is, has kind of been my passion and you know, now it turned into a career. I think it showed up on when his mom went in for an ultrasound, like they could tell that the golf equipment junkie was already in there. Uh, that's how I know you. Yeah, I probably had a couple putters in there too. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. We're not even going to get into your putter collection. That's for a different time. But Kyle, Cassie, what I want to do is I want to go through all this great equipment that we've been talking about, all these demos that went into the store this past week. And let's just kind of have some fun, you know, talking about it and give the listeners a little insight on our thoughts on these products. So I started off, I made some notes. Let's start off with Callaway Paradigm. Okay. First of all, let's talk about how I don't like how they respelled Paradigm. Okay, but they had to because they there was no way that they could copyright the regular. I understand, but I'll never be able to spell it the way. You they can't did. spell the regular way anyway. That's probably true. <laughs> Kyle, can you spell paradigm? Do you know how long it took me in my adult life to realize that that's how you spell paradigm? That there's a G. That it's not paradigm. <laughs> <laughs> like, and now they're they're ruining it for me. Like throw a Y in there, throw everything. Off. I even spelled it wrong on my notes. I, I tried to spell it correctly instead of the way. But anyway, we got paradigm. They're 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 turning the paradigm. Or well, they, they even used to call razor R A Z R. Like it's not edgy if you spell something wrong. It's just 
you don't know how to use spell check. Yeah. Ooh, I, I guess hope that's Vic a good is point. listening. <sighs> so anyway, we got the paradigm. Uh, I guess the overall things they got the paradigm, the era paradigm X, and then the paradigm triple diamond. Um, Talk to the listeners about what each of those does. Yeah, which what Kyle, you want to start there? Yeah, yeah. So okay. triple diamond, that's your your low low, right? Kind of anti left, anti left for righties. Yeah, they expanded that eight degree, nine degree, ten and a half. Um, I think people are gonna love it. It's a little smaller profile, better player, right? Spin killer. Uh, Paradigm X is the opposite, right? That's gonna be a little bit more draw bias, a little more forgiving, a little shallower. Yep, a little shallower. Lots of options. I mean, what what. What really I think is amazing is their options for fairway woods. I mean, have you seen all the different options oh, yeah. they have for Paradigm Fairway Woods? Like you can get an eleven wood, the Divine Nine. <laughs> Remember like the Divine Nine, the Eli Wood, the yeah. Heaven Wood, like they're all You need back. all those. They're all back. You'll have a full bag of head covers, swag head covers. Oh my that God. would be hilarious. <laughs> have you talked to the swag guys to see if you can get eleven wood head cover? I think Cislo might play all paradigm so he can use like one tenth of his collection. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I think going back to like the triple diamond, I think what that's an interesting one, anti-left, low spin. But, you know, growing up, as long as we've been fitting golf clubs and whatever, these clubs were always very hard to hit. And so you had a very like discerning golfer, maybe like a five handicap or better, or maybe like a 10 that was a good ball striker, but didn't know how to get in the hole. But now I feel like that triple diamonds is forgiving that it can fit a pretty wide range. Like it can go pretty good. Absolutely. And and they've got the triple diamond fairway woods now too. So, I mean, you're, you're getting what the tour players get. Yeah. And, and that's something we've always wanted and aspired for like, you know, tour issue equipment and, and all that stuff. Now it's open to the masses. So it's really cool. So to get into some of the, you know, quote unquote, you know, company lines, you know, they have the 360 degree carbon chassis. So what does that mean? Just carbon's lighter folks. And so when they can do that more carbon, it allows them to keep the weight. The thing with club design is you only have so much to an engineer only has so much weight to play with and so that weight is what's going to help them create speed and so when they can use the carbon that's lighter than like a titanium or steel or one of these um, it allows them to really tweak the center of gravity and speeds and all that so 360 carbon chassis allows them to really have a lot of carbon in there. You know, they got the new jailbreak. You know, I think what's funny is, is when you really go to like every one of these websites, you start looking at AI, 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 everything's AI. You're going to hear me say that about 10 different times during this <laughs> thing, but they got their, you know, perfected jailbreak technology AI. I mean, explain what like, because we're going to talk about like whether it's paradigm in the jailbreak, it's the, um, uh, what is Aerojet's got like their power shell or what is it? Suspended power bridge um ping has like their carbon fly wrap like what are all those doing for that club kyle or it's hard to say because i'm not a supercomputer but um <laughs> you know like when you talk about you know when you talk about ai like those designs that they come up with no human is going to create that right like the variable face thickness technology behind the face in these woods looks like an ocean you know, like, well, the human would, but they say it would take what an AI computer can do in one year's like generation. It t would take like a human, like 20 years or something, they say, to but, do all that calculating. Yeah, I just I just think back to like when when they had like HyperX face, you know, and they were like, oh, yeah, variable face thickness. They just put a giant X behind the center of the face. And it's like, there it is. <laughs> and now today it's like you look at it, and you're like, oh, my God, it looks like someone just spilled. Do you think these there. clubs are going to rise up and kill us like cyborgs? No, no. Oh, okay. I do Good. Not. Glad but, to know. Glad to know these supercomputers at these places are not looking to kill us. But it, it, it's funny, though, like when you talk about moving weight, right? Like when they save weight, 
they redistribute it and they put a lot of weight by the face to get more ball speed, move a lot of weight in the back that you can adjust. And that's how they get their new thing with like downrange, a hundred percent forgiveness. And, and, and for me, it makes it more credible. Like for years you would move weight around. I'm like, guys, it, it takes really more weight to really change ball flight than what they're doing. Now they were changing ball flight, but it was very minuscule. And then they could market it to you and it did it. Now with this technology of these carbon chassis to Kyle's point, you can really move that, that percentage of weight distribution hugely. And you're seeing it like we're seeing it in fits all day. So, you know, my one thing with the paradigm, and I want some takes here, oh, Cassie, no. you'll have a take on this one, I think. <laughs> um, the color, <gasps> the look and the color. I'm just going to go out there and be the unpopular vote and say, I don't know about the blue. Like, it's a weird blue with like some weird black going on in there. And then the gold. It's not my thing. It kind of looks sexio-ish. Now, the good news is they're going to have like my Callaway where I can customize it, make it look however I want. But. I'm not the biggest fan of the sex appeal of it. Uh, okay, I am a convert. So when I first saw the flat photos, like when Callaway was sending out their marketing materials and they were saying, hey, this is coming, keep it under wraps. I was like, I said the exact same thing. I was like, these are some old man clubs. This looks like they ripped off Zexio. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, with you on that. That's where my head like, still is. Like, you know, you're like five foot six old man who's hunched over and just wants to have like the fancy clubs. That's what this looks like. Nothing wrong with that. But I saw it in sunlight though. And I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there's like a design in the blue that yeah. kind of looks like a bowling ball. And I'm a huge bowler, A. And B, I think it gives it some like dynamic, it, it almost kind of looks like it's holographic sort of, which I think is really fun in the clubs. I don't like gold, I'm a silver person, so I think it would look better with silver accents. Actually, I agree with you on Yeah, that. I think it would look sick if it was blue and silver. Yeah. And again, the gold is like an, a Zexio thing, so I'm not sure why they went with that. But I now that I've seen it in the sunlight, I am a convert. I think it's gorgeous. That being said, I think I would have a gold tooth if I could. Okay. That was right. <laughs> I'm never gonna gonna look at Paradigm ever again and not think it looks like a bowling ball. Now. <gasps> it does Trip, though. It really does look like a bowling. Yeah, it and it's like not a so like as what a bowler. What kind of score are you putting oh. on a bowling? Um, bowling. I mean, we just went bowling for our our holiday team. Like we're in the like I'm like 180, 200. Bullshit. No, ask anybody on the marketing team. Like our our producers on the marketing team shaking his head yes right you now. Throw a hook. No, straight bowler. Wow. I went to state when I was 12. Like, I, this is like a riding a bike they thing. Have state for 12 I'm years. Not, I'm not a bowler and I hate, I'm, I don't hate bowling. I'm just not good at it. And I don't have, I don't know. I don't like it. But it's interesting. One of our guys in shipping is a, uh, he's in the college hall of fame for bowling. <gasps> really? David So, former build shop manager, was an Olympic bowler <gasps> yeah, for Korea. How do I not know this? Yeah. I, I used would, to work for Brunswick. This, like, how do I not this, know? This, um, this employee of ours in shipping was one of my best friends during high school and college. And I actually was at the tournament. He bowled 300, which Stop. is what got him in there. Wow. <gasps> I've never bowled a 300. My highest score has been like in the 280s. I think mine's like 94. Fit with bumpers? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if, if we went bowling right now, I would bet money you're not bowling a 200 right now no because i haven't pulled so for a couple far weeks in your head uh -oh. oh yeah you guys would be assholes about it throwing gutter balls <laughs> man how There's do we go from rules. paradigm like, to bowling balls is like great. bowling is a drinking game yeah and i don't drink yeah. Well, you would have to if you're going to bowl on our lane. Because <laughs> the pitchers of Miller Lite would be flowing. Yeah. I, I wonder if I'd be better. Like, the joke is that you're better at bowling when you drink. I wonder if I would actually get better. Well, that joke is you're better at everything when you drink. Well, also fair. I, we should say not driving because you don't yeah. do that. Of course not. But my point is, but I think that's a, that we all know that's a fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, yes, it looks like a bowling ball. And it's not like a good bowling ball. It's like the house bowling ball with like cosmic bowling, but it looks good on a golf club. Okay, so keeping the looks, we talked about the Paradigm Woods. We talked about the Fairwoods, you know, some. The irons, I think, look the best of them all. They look good. Yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, I think we talked about this in the podcast. I got already I already got fitted because I didn't think I'd be like in that paradigm family. So I got fitted for my irons and wedges earlier in November. Really like them. So I shouldn't say anything. Kind of curious about those. Yeah, I mean, they look super powerful and um, it's going to fit a lot of different people. You know, you've got kind of the players look in the in the forged offerings and um, super strong lofts and stuff like that. So, I mean, they really help kill some spin. Let's and, talk about that because we hear that all the time in the fitting and, and from our customers. So, oh, it's just because of stronger lofts. Is stronger lofts why they're hitting it farther? No, I mean, look at the face tech and everything. I mean, yeah. loft helps. But if it's it's really who how they're delivering it, right. you know, if you're someone who adds lofted impact like the majority of golfers and need help killing some spin, either if you hit a, a cut or a slice, yeah, or loft whatever, just gonna, is dictating launch and spin, which is the ultimately dictating yeah. distance. And so if we get ball speed, launch and spin, who cares what? I almost sometimes wish they just had they didn't do the they stopped with this four through pitch or whatever, and they just restarted the whole thing and go one two three four five six, or they had like you've seen like you know like scratch used to do like dice. Dots, yeah, things like that. Sweet back. Yeah, something, yeah. something different because I know people sit there and look at the lofts and they get so confused, but that's not really what a golf club's about. Yeah, you're 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 really fitting for peak height and landing angle more so than you know actual spin. Um, as long as everything's hitting the right peak height and landing angle, you can move that window that it's peaking at further away from the golfer. They're going to get more distance out of it. So we talked to golf. We talked to fitters all day. They're you know. They're a weekend to hitting all this stuff. Paradigm was a little behind, so they're just getting them in the stores mm-hmm. uh, this week. But so we don't have as much. But I can tell you of the fitters that have hit this, and maybe you can speak to this too. Um, I am hearing great things about the ball speed with this paradigm, and because Rogue ST technically isn't going away, it right. just kind of stay in the line is kind of a lower, you know, kind of that lower price point, forgiving, you know, kind of this will be their premium series. Um, Definitely have seen a jump in ball speed and a little bit of forgiveness from Rogue ST to Paradigm. Have you heard anything out there yet? Really, you know, it's better misses is what everybody's seeing, you know, so able to get better spin on that low heel miss um, and the accuracy is better. So your circles on the track man are, are looking so much tighter regardless of impact on the face. Okay, so we've uh, that's paradigm. Let's let's move on. Let's let's go to the next probably one that people want to hear about the most is the new stealth two from TaylorMade. Forgiveness. Can I can I give you Forgiveness. a hot take on this? Yeah. I've and I love TaylorMade and I love the stealth, but no one has asked me anything on like social media or anything about the stealth two. Yikes. No, they've all asked me about Aerojet and, and Paradigm. I have not gotten any customer feedback or questions at all about Stealth Two because I think everybody thinks it's the same because it looks the same. Well, so we should probably just start there. We probably cool. should start there. That was my hottest take. Sorry, I didn't when mean to saw, undercut your no, hot take. <laughs> no, 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 You hit it because you, you just said it and it's perfect. Like when I saw this product in October, I said to my, I said to him in the meeting, I said, wow, I'm shocked it looks so similar to right. last. Like not your normal tailor-made MO. You know, I thought maybe the thing would be, you know, bright pink or something at this point. So, you know, the fact that they went with that same color scheme just shocked me because you're right. From the naked eye, you look like you're playing or buying the same thing. Yeah. Now, you got the My Taylor made so you can customize it and make it cool. But sure. I don't, Kyle, where do you fall on that? Yeah, it, it, it looks identical. 
Yeah. I mean, that's that's it everybody's kind of like, wow, what's it doesn't look like a shiny blue bowling ball. It's, <laughs> you know, it's got the same red face and the same matte black crown, which you can't go wrong with. You know, in my opinion, I like the, yeah. the all black stealth look. I think. That's well, sweet. I was, uh, you know, recording this on Wednesday it comes out on Friday. But uh, before we uh, when we were chatting earlier, I had to do ITR radio on uh, XM. They, that was one thing we were talking about. We were talking about kind of having a similar conversation. And one of them had gone, I forget, I remember which one had gone into their local shop they don't have a club champion near him otherwise that's where he truly gets fit but he went in there get a grip done or something and he saw the new heads and he said you know the one thing i'll say about all these heads is everything's fairly traditional this year there's nothing that's really wild or wacky from the top line from the top if you had it sitting on the ground they're just kind of that to your point kind of a black kind of normal head Mm -hmm. yeah no no triangles or squares this year uh, wild colors. Isn't, isn't a I mean, we got a bowling ball, but it's even that. It's not like a wild color. No, it's like no, it's kind of a classic color, yeah. right? But no, I mean, with with stealth, right? I, I think that they really hit a home run last year, and it's really hard to beat. And they're kind of in the same boat as everybody else. Like, hey, we've maxed some things out. Let's make better misses. So they got their stealth two <clears throat> and their stealth two plus. Uh, you want to tell the listeners a little bit about what's the difference between the two are? Yeah, so plus is going to give you better uh, ability to dial things in, you know, and and they they make everything super forgiving, but you can dial it in even further. I mean, have you seen that the new fairway wood? Yeah, yeah, the new fairway wood. Let's do, we can we can well, talk about the drivers and we'll go to the fairway woods because I do want to touch the fairway the fairway woods with the paradigm are good. I think these are really cool tech with the with the fairway woods. Yeah, I mean, when you have a sliding weight, you can you can move weight, which we already talked about. You know, it, it, so it the stealth two. So if you just if you're following along well, stealth two plus is going to have the immovable weight, so you can move it, draw a fade, do more of that. Where the just stealth two is just going to be your you know weight in the back, more your forgiving model, you know that. Yeah, so if you're someone like Nick who aims for the middle and he could pull a hook at 50 yards left or push, farther, slice yeah. it 50 yards right, <laughs> or farther, you're probably going to fit more into the regular stealth two. Absolutely. But if you're someone who like likes to aim up the left side and hit like a butter cut it you know you're going to want to dial it in a certain way or if you you know you want to mitigate a hook or something you can you can really dial it in with the plus so their tagline is forgiveness uh you know i don't hate that from a marketing standpoint <laughs> i don't hate that <laughs> and kind of what the idea is is you know what they improved upon you know the original stealth is hit it farther and, and make it more forgiving but they did that through the company line is you know uh they got their 60x carbon face so they kind of redid their carbon face a little bit you know thickness wise like kind of what you were talking about variable thickness things like that um adding some layers making it stronger uh there's 75 percent more carbon in the head in general, which is insane. I already thought most of the head was. So, I mean, that could be skewed a little bit when they say 75% because it was already a lot. So then you add a little bit. And then, um, you know, their adjustability. Um, but th to me, their adjustability hasn't really changed. I mean, it's kind of been the same, but... How much carbon was in the C4 Callaway driver? I don't know. That'd be an interesting. Years ago. Yeah, that'd be an interesting question. Danny, why don't you Google that? Yeah. C4 <laughs> so Callaway I driver. Think, so I think the adjustability when they talk about the adjustability in this and that, that I wrote down because it's one of their tags, it goes to what you were talking about, the fairway wood. And actually, I want to bring up a putter that we're probably not supposed to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, because, you know, there's, there's, we probably only have six listeners, so they can hear it. Oh, my gosh. Kidding. Yes, it's like, we got way more than that. I just like being self-defecating. Uh, there's a lot of bots, Cassie. <laughs> Deprecating. Deprecating. Defecating. Oh, yeah, I guess I, guess I shit myself. Yeah. 
Keep that. Don't Nick, cut that. Don't Nick, cut that. Nick, don't cut that. Keep that. Nick is a self-defecator. His wife and kids will attest. Maybe Joe. Joe will tell you. Oh, yeah, I grew up in the sticks. My too. pronunciation of everything isn't perfect all the time. Everybody <laughs> relax. Okay. So anyway, let's talk about these Pharaoh ones because they do have some. First of all, the like whether it was Sim 2 or Stealth or now Stealth 2, their titanium fairway wood might be the hottest thing mm -hmm. you can get. Like that thing is a rocket ship. Yes. I know plenty of people who've switched to five woods and yeah. set it up to a four wood because they're hammering it. That's why I still use it. In fact, that's something I'm, I got to get, you know, I'm going to go in for now that all the woods are in the stores, either tomorrow or Friday when this launches. By then I should have my fitting for my driver, fairway wood and hybrid. And, you know, one of the things is I've had a Sim 2 in my bag for like two and a half years because, I mean, the thing is just unbelievable. And, you know, I'm hoping that this new one gives me a little bit more. I'm thinking it'll be a little bit more forgiving. Well, I, I think it's awesome because you can really dial it in. You know, you really yeah, take dial it through in, some of that right? adjustability, kind of paint the picture. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously loft is going to trump everything. And, and with their adapter, you can you can rotate it either up to or down to. And, and what is it? Two thirds of a degree every every single way. Yeah. Right. And, but but the sliding notch. weight. But now you've got this sliding sliding weight. And how many grams is it? That thing looks like it's, it's like, like it, grams or something? yeah, it's 60 or 80. Something know, like that. A lot. I should have wrote that down, but it's 60 or 80 grams. It basically looks like this giant plate at the bottom and there's a screw and you can either move it more forward or more back. And the whole idea behind it is that, you know, if you want it, you know, a little bit lower um, launching, a little bit less spin, move it forward. If you want it a little bit higher launching, a little bit more forgiving, you can move it back. Really cool stuff. And I think they're hybrids too. Like, you know, when I think about TaylorMade, I think it's still the stealth too. Yeah, the driver looks a lot the same. Is it more forgiving and, and whatever? Great. But I think where they've made really leaps and bounds that are different is that fairway wood and mostly because of the adjustability. But those hybrids they have look pretty darn good too. Mm -hmm. They have some different adjustability to them that we haven't seen in a TaylorMade or uh, hybrid in a while. So... Yeah, I mean, the more mass you put towards the face, the more ball speed you're going to get. Probably a little lower launch. Move it all the way back. Maximum forgiveness. Higher MOI. Might increase launch. Decrease spin. I mean, so you can really, really mess mess around and, and dial it in based on your long game needs. And and you know, if you're if you have huge gaps or you're you're someone who's more confident with fairway woods, you've got so many options now. Or if you hate fairway woods and you love hybrids, you can go very low lofted hybrid and you benefit from the little shorter shaft length of a hybrid versus a fairway wood and and go that route. So uh you said something interesting there. You said uh, mass towards the face helps ball speed and um you know, something that I always get, um, people always raise their eyebrow, whether it's when they first come to work here or, you know, customers is your swing weights are heavy a lot of times. Well, guess what, folks? Engineers love to have that weight. They would love to have it. Forces mass times acceleration. You want as much mass hitting that ball that's not affecting your clubhead speed. And so, you know, that's what these engineers know is they got to get that weight and that concentrated weight there. And, and if, if uh, the marketing department said, hey, you know, we don't care what the swing weight of the golf club is, guaranteed the clubs off the shelf would creep up to D8 real quick in a lot of in a lot of cases. Or at least they would give you a lot more weight options so that you can dial it up and down. Absolutely. Or you can come to Club Champion, we'll do it for you. <laughs> There's yeah. your plug. People have been dialing stuff in with hot melt for years yeah. and messing around with lead tape, right? You know, now you don't have to as much. Yeah, you can just change the weight. Okay, so let's move on. Uh, that's TaylorMade Stealth 2 and Stealth 2 Plus. Uh, we got Aerojet from Cobra. Uh, this is one I'm excited to test personally, uh, but you got the LS, you got the Aerojet, the LS, and the Max. What's the difference between an LS and a Max? I wanted to go into his whole, like, 
four sequels, Mass Time. So yeah, that's what your wife says. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no. I was biting my tongue. I don't think she would say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. So Cobra, uh, Aerojet. You know, everybody's picking up speed. Mm-hmm. Speed trumps everything. And, you know, more speed. Speed is king. Yeah, more speed. You're, you're going to hit the ball faster. Listen, would further, you, Kyle, would say. you rather be 290 yards but in the rough or 280 yards and in the fairway? No trees difference. Not, no, no obstruction. That depends on the pin. Oh, come on. You know Front 99 pin. out of 100 times you'd rather have the extra 10 yards. Front pin, I'm taking the fairway. Back pin, I'm taking the rough. Okay, fine. It's me. <laughs> Good, good point. You know what I do? I'm a I'm an elite player. I just hit it high in any lie. I just go after that thing. Cassie, no, what do I you mean, do? <laughs> uh, I'm probably not even in that situation. Right, so. When you hit it 280 down the middle, are you happy? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hit it 280 either. Kyle does, though. Yeah. Aerojet, everybody's really excited about this. Here's someone who changed the color of their woods. Right? And yeah. they're, they're usually super bold and aggressive. And yeah, This is a little more demure this yeah. year. Yeah. Well, and they did that on that purpose. They mean? said, that's a big Was that on your calendar for the day? What does that word like? mean? Yeah. That's <laughs> a big a word. Today, and you will sound smart. Where's my Webster? Chill. Oh, yeah. We got to find He's looking in all of his drawers for a dictionary. It's just, it's a little bit like chill, you know? It's not bright yellow like mm-hmm. they normally are. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for red, white, and blue anything. And I love America. That, that's kind of what they're, they're going after. Um, you know, they've got some new players on their tour staff too, playing their stuff, which, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, people are seeing some great results in the Bay with these, uh, really fast, a lot of ball speed. So they're kind of sleepers. When I mm-hmm. talked to, when we were doing this, man, I feel like they saw us like seven months ago. They are really early to showing us this product. And they said the inspiration, you're going to remember this, but I, I keep forgetting the name. What was the orange and black with the, the spaceport, uh, King, LTD. King LTD, yeah. right? So the idea was King LTD, me and you were still in the, we were fitting every day. Oh, yeah. And how good was that driver? Oh, I love that. Besides the fact that the spaceport blew up half the time. Yeah. But it was an, we sold a ton because it so was, nice. the only knock on it was, it wasn't very forgiving. Yeah. So you had to be careful with who it worked for and didn't work for it. But they said that that driver was one of their best drivers of all time, which we can attest it was probably our best Cobra, Cobra driver of all time. It was taking that kind of thought process to the next level. Obviously no spaceport now, but that was the kind of the whole idea of it. Um, they have their power shot or their power shell with hot face AI technology. That's <laughs> their face. line. Uh, they have a suspended power bar. So basically, you know, if you follow along, like, cause Callaway is probably the easiest cause that's all they talk about is their uh, uh, jailbreak technology. It's basically their version of jailbreak, which it's just weight. It's just like an extra weight b- directly behind the face that also keeps the face from, you know, rebounding at the right. So not too much or too little rebounding. And so that's their big things. It also helps the weight get forward. But, you know, I love the idea of this thing being, you know, that super hot, but forgiveness of that King LTD back in the day. Yeah, King LTD, that that thing was an absolute monster. We sold so many of them. I think that Lexi still plays a fairway wood LTD, um, or at least she was recently. I think Bryson was even playing the LTD last yeah. year. Um, the thing was awesome. I do remember we used to call it like the the sewer cap on the bottom. Yeah, and we used to have to <laughs> yeah. we used to have to glue those things. In yeah, place all certain the time. people would come loose. Um, you know, it was right on the bottom. So You're not going to have to worry about doors. that with this one because yeah. although they use that same thought process, they figured out how to do it without the sewer cap. Yeah, 
pl- plenty of adjustability. I, I love their adapter system. You know, you don't you don't have to have um, eight degree, nine degree, ten degree. You got it all in one, which is awesome. Uh, movable weights, just a really fast driver that's surprisingly really forgiving. Um, I ended off the the end of last year playing the the LS driver and loved it. I couldn't believe that you know you whack one out on the toe by like an inch and it's still pretty. He shot seventy nine with like seventeen birdies and one hundred. <laughs> what you that's do? A lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Do you remember our, our last round of the year though? You you have like sixteen gray holes and two blow ups. Yeah, yeah. So like. All of these companies talking about like forgiveness. I love it because I'm like one or two doubles or triples away every round of having a really good round. And it's like if one errant tee shot uh, doesn't go out of bounds and stays in bounds, it's going to be a good score. Okay. So that's the Aerocheck. Aerocheck also has Fairwoods hybrids and irons. Oh, their um, irons are sick. Yeah. yeah they uh, you know what? Yeah. That's what we should call that. Holy out. cow. And going back to the stealth, because I think we went over the irons a little bit. They're, the stealth, the original stealth irons that were out last year stayed in the line. They created another stealth HL, which is basically just an extension of that line. Um, they are in pictures look horrible. I'll just say that in person they look a lot better because you can just see it, and it's a hybrid kind of set. And actually, there's plenty of people that need that. But I don't want people to get confused because I'm sorry I glanced over that Taylor made. We didn't talk about the irons. The original stealth irons that came out last year stayed in the line, and then they just added a more forgiving line. Otherwise, it's just new woods and hybrid, fairy woods and hybrids. But Aerojet's a whole family, drivers, fairy woods, hybrids, and irons. And the irons are super sick. Those things are hot. Yeah, the new, well, I I, I like the new King irons. That's what I was going to say. They have the new Kings. Those oh, are so nice. you want to go into that? Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so moving, so they're fo- if you're following along, we're jumping here. They also have forged irons that are coming out. And they, it's the Kings series, and it's going to be the CB and MBs. And the Tours. And, and the Tours, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, look really good. Not in my player profile. I'll have to stay with the forged techs, but yeah. So, you know, I feel like Cobra's forged irons are very often overlooked. Um, but, you know, four times forging is like common practice with forged irons. They do five. So theirs are generally the softest irons you're going to hit out of our, on our wall. Just as soft as the high-end Japanese irons. That, that one extra stamp on that forging machine makes the difference, huh? I think so. I okay. mean... You know, the you heard it here first, folks. He's standing behind it. <laughs> the King Tours last year, like the Mims, those things were awesome, super soft, but they looked like trash in the bag. Like in your bag, they don't. It's a good point. Cool. I agree with that. These ones now, you can do a blended set. They mm-hmm. look amazing. They look classic. Timeless. Side tangent on that. Why are people going back to Chrome again? I don't like Chrome. It's like satin. Give me satin. It is satin. Yeah, it looks kind of satiny. <laughs> It's not high polish. No, 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 not king. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. I'm talking like paradigm. Yeah. Like some of these others. Yeah, that all the are stuff doing... that maintains like fingerprints. It yeah, looks like shit. Yeah. Uh, they look good for one round. Yeah, it's Pretty my much. problem. Yeah. yeah. Or if you use iron covers like Nick, then they, they look pristine. <sighs> you wish forever. I used iron oh, covers. No. <laughs> I use dirty old socks. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but no, I mean, so so Cobras, I mean, they're coming out guns a blazing this year. They're players' irons. You can blend it any way you want and it's gonna look yeah i mean remember the original ones that were black that came out man we sold a lot of those that were good if you were a player and you wanted something like a forged cavity back or blade they were hot for for that genre it was super hot super great feeling and good looking these are the same thing they're Mm -hmm. not black anymore but all that still applies and actually more forgiving than the old model too so we don't talk about it a lot but the um the aerojet also comes in one length Yep. So that's right. That's a good point. We can get uh, there's one length hybrid in Aerojet, one length irons in Aerojet. Mm-hmm. 
You'll be able to get fit for those at uh, Club Champion as well. We do. Yeah, we do single yeah. length all the time. Okay. Ping. Uh, arrow check. We're going to go ping? Yeah. Okay. Ping. Ping G30. Uh, maybe one of my most ex- other exciting. I, arrow jet and ping are my two. Like, Hold on. Ping G30? There's, a, like there's the a four missing ever. in there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Love the ping G30. Wow. That was well, like right. our number one selling driver. It for was. Like That's why years. I keep calling it the G30. Yeah. Because that was the ping driver that put ping drivers on the map for me. And there's been ones that are... I mean, obviously they've been better, but I still think as a total package, the G30. And when we're talking 430, which is what I meant to say, but perfect, you know, segue. I'm excited because I think they might have gotten right back there with the total package. The sound of these drivers are so much better than they've been in a while for ping. I mean, that's the first thing I noticed. Um, But, you know, talk about it. We got 430. We got 430 430 Max, 430 LST, and uh, 430 SFT. Take the Mm -hmm. listeners a little bit through the three models. Yeah, so with with Ping, one thing that that they they do a great job of is packing in technology. I mean, they're they're they've always been known as that company that's made up of engineers rather than marketers. Um, so a lot of people aren't very familiar with what they do and why they do it. But the G four thirty LS is probably the lowest spinning, most forgiving driver. Which right? is what LS stands for. Yeah. Right. And that one has <laughs> yeah. a little bit that one has a little bit different composition that talks to a lot about what we talked about. The LS Tech has that carbon fly wrap, you know, more carbon in it. And that's how they get that weight more forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, most companies when they make a driver low spin, they make it less forgiving. With Ping, they do a great job of making it just as forgiving as all of them. Um, but you know, the standard is, is super playable for everybody. Um, and then, you know, if you're, if you're needing less spin, you go low spin. If you, if you need the regular, you go the regular. If, if you want something draw bias, you can draw bias. And they have fairway woods, hybrids and irons that all go with this. I think one of the coolest things, or maybe coolest, but one of the things I'm always interested is, as a, as a person that's been 25 year old business owner in this, in this industry and think about how the business of golf works. What I'm always interested by ping is if you go to ping, they employ more engineers than any person, any other people in that whole place. There's like 85 engineers when their marketing department is like five people. <laughs> that and is so, accurate. <laughs> you know, when you go there, you have like information overload. They have tested everything. They have looked at everything. The amount of information they have, I think trumps. And I know all the other industry uh, vendors would, would challenge me on this, but I, I would challenge them from my vision. I think they have more tech, like understand technology more than any person. They just don't know how to really tell you the story where the rest tell you the story. And so these woods are really good. And you know, one of the things I, I like about Pig, we talked about the last three brands we talked about, you're talking 12 month max product cycle. I love that they do every two years. They really yeah. take the time to make sure they got a great product. You know, they have, I mean, their company lines are, I think it's called like the T9S plus forge base. Mm-hmm. Just a titanium forge base. Um, you know, improved sound, which I've already gone into because I love it. One of the biggest things we can, me and Kyle can tell you why we loved it back in the day when we were fitting day in, day out all the time was Ping's just forgiving. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what of the brand, the, 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 the families we just, Kyle just told you about. They're all have, like, if you're talking low spin, Ping's going to be the most forgiving, the low spin family. Like it's going to be more forgiving than a triple diamond. Sorry. You know, um, from uh, Paradigm. And, you know, same thing when you're talking SF Tech, high launch uh, draw, it's probably going to be the most forgiving and the best at that. Like they're in those categories. They do really good. Yeah, they do fantastic. It's um, when you're trying to make something easier to hit, 
they they yeah. they, they nail it. Ping, I ping, I think Ping it. takes like a really interesting approach of listening to the consumer and giving the consumer what they need to play their best golf and not really worry about what's going to market well. Um, I think that's their greatest strength and their greatest downfall, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They need more people like us to talk about it. Maybe. My hot take on Ping, and this is, again, the aesthetics, and it's not even a hot take for Ping, it's a compliment. This driver looks more like the Cobra driver than the Cobra driver. Because it's got, so it still has like Ping emblazoned, obviously on it, because that's kind of like their calling card, but it's like a sick black design that's got like, remember those Nike, the yellow drivers? It's got that color on it. It looks more like a Cobra driver than the Aerojet does. And I, I don't remember who I was it. having a conversation with today. Oh, it was Cislo. He called the Paradigm Driver the Sasquatch, the, the 2023 Sasquatch. Not the square. What is that? The round. What is it? It's not obnoxiously loud. No, he just says the look from the top. Oh. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. But no, I, I like the bull. Can Nike, by the way, can Nike start making golf clubs again? I mean, they just signed a quarter sister for non-equipment things. So I used maybe. to love Nike clubs, man. Yeah, me too. I thought they did good. The okay, pain. we're getting off well, on a tangent. Were, yeah. Oh, by the way, equipment tangent. I had an interesting call today, and whether they want me to talk about it or not, I don't care. Oh, boy. Um, like usual, um, Bridgestone reached out. Ooh, it's been a minute. Are they making golf clubs again? No, they, well, they always make them in <laughs> Japan. Okay. You can go, like, I look, I was, I was totally went down at the Japanese website rabbit hole. I can't read anything, but I can see pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I did a I did a yen tra uh, translation of yen to dollars today to see some costs. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, they're thinking about bringing over just some irons and wedges from Japan and having them, you know, club champion be exclusive. They've always made sneaky good stuff. I mean, I remember the J thirty three. Oh, I told them I'm like, they, you know, I'm, world. I didn't reach out to them. They obviously reached out to us, and they go, "You have the geeks fitting for you. They would eat this up. Like they know our customer base would, but like." Think about the fitters get Bridgestone. They're going to think Japanese forged, you know, all that stuff. And they're going to eat it up. Super high quality. We used to carry their stuff. We did. Well, they that's the production. Well, they something. pulled everything out of the States. So they only oh. do balls in States. Uh, after Sounds kind of weird. But they only do uh, the ball in the States right now. They still do clubs and ball in uh, Asia. But the United States is trying to see if they can do a little pilot program of at least having some of the forged irons and forged wedges at club champions in, you know, introduce it to this you know smaller people not everybody's gonna want bridgestone but there's you know there's geeks like me and you that would oh, yeah. yeah for sure uh okay so that was the ping g430 and then going down a couple rabbit holes let's go to Shrixon. uh Shrixon, uh what do they call it mark 2 zx5 zx5 ls and zx7 drivers get your Shrixon. get your Shrixon. that was their set that's not their tagline anymore i wonder what they're no i mean I think I think people know now that Strixon's a major player in equipment. I hope. Yeah, I, I think people get confused. Like there's Zexio, Cleveland, and Strixon. They're all owned by Dunlop, okay, and that's their three brands. Zexio is going to be your lightweight, premium, like lifestyle brand, great performing stuff. Can't get stuff that light anywhere else, you know, things like that. And then, you know, Shrixon's going to be more of their better player, uh, premium, better player brand, uh, more normal. And then Cleveland's going to be obviously the wedges in its mm -hmm. category of its own, but because it's a it's a staple. But, you know, even the Cleveland like irons and, and woods are going to be more of their entry level. Uh, entry level might be a strong word. Value line. That's a better word for it. We talk about the X5, uh, uh, the ZX5, ZX5 LS, and uh, ZX7 driver, the new uh, Mark II. Yeah, so the the new drivers, they they look great. They've got the a matte black, which who doesn't love matte black? Yeah, looks good. Cassie, they look really you like good. Matte black. I do. Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know much about Strixon Woods. Nobody asked to buy them. 
you know, I could take this one. Our uh, no, I mean, people I, are I think asking our about last. I think which, our last Strix on Woods, like they just sat on the shelves with dust on them, even though they won the my golf spy bullshit. <laughs> I love it. Like, uh, little jab there. Power to the people. It's oh, yeah. the most wanted driver. No, it's not. Nobody wants a Strix on. Yeah, driver. just so all the folks. That's out how there. paying to play works. Yeah, yeah. 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 My yeah, golf right? spy is a dick. I mean, definitely he, pay when, to play place. I mean, Hideki's a great player. Or pay to more hate on us. To, one of the two. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I think Hideki still played TaylorMade Woods for some time. Well, right? okay. So here's the thing. I actually think they've made okay Woods. They just nobody. They're not like they're geared towards that better player, and that better player is probably going to play something else right and mm-hmm. so i will say this year i feel like they did a better job of fitting a wider span of people so you know the x5 the zx5 actually got you know a lot bigger well i shouldn't say bigger the platform or like the the chassis they built more forgiving it looks that way and then what they did is they splintered it off and made an ls version so it's low spin and actually if you listen to our partners ian and the crew up there ian's really liking that uh zx5 ls since it's like the lowest spinning driver they've tested and i i have haven't had a chance to hit the LS model yet, but uh, I'm guessing that's probably true. And then their ZX7 is more of their players. What it's going to be a smaller profile, kind of more of a softball look. It's going to be for that player that likes that classic, you know, tighter look. Uh, things you got again, it's it's carbon. It's, it's I'm tired of talking about carbon, but you got the rebound frame. You got the rebound frame they call it. So they took carbon and they made this like frame out of it. Again, it's it's like their jailbreak or their uh, power bridge and, and all that stuff. So. They got like they use carbon to make these dual flex zones, they call them. And so anyway, really cool tech. And then they have fairy woods and hybrids that go with that uh, Mark II. And then again, they're just doing their irons that have been classics. I, we, all you can say to tricks on every time they come out with uh, a ZX5, a ZX7, a ZX4 is don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because they, they're good all the time. Yeah, classic endo forging. Yeah, right? so it's going to be super soft, high quality, great price. Uh, they blend extremely well. I think they did a great job with the ZX4 line. You know, they, they changed that a bit. Um, the sole's super playable for all conditions, especially Midwest or places where it's a little bit softer, right? Like the V-Sole. Yeah. Um, Tungsten all over the place. You can you can miss them. By they're forgiving. They're good. fast. Yeah. They feel good. I think they don't get enough credit for the fact. I mean, we do. We sell a lot of them because we we talk about these in our fitting. We we get to tell a story, and it's just not like all marketing driven purchases. So like you know, we tell that story. It's like for the money you spend on that head, the forging you get, and then the forgive, especially in that forge category, it's about as good of a, a value as you're ever going to see. And I can I'll stand behind that all day. Absolutely. I, we, you know, I think that Strix on irons are a favorite for a lot of our fitters for their personal bags too, just because they kind of check all the boxes regardless of your ability. Um, and, and like I said, the ability to blend a set is huge. You know, they don't just make yellow golf balls anymore. They make some equipment that really performs. Um, paired up with Cleveland wedges. I mean, what's, what's there not to like about a Cleveland wedge? Yeah. Their new RTX um, is pretty good. Looks really clean. And they got the one finish. I think they call it their tour finish or whatever. It's just a raw finish. Mm-hmm. It looks awesome at the beginning, and then it doesn't over rust. It just looks really good. Do you remember when they used to do, like, beryllium copper, beryllium nickel, oh, yeah. and all those? Like, how sick were those back yeah. in the day? Like, 20-some years ago? Like yeah. Beryllium copper Cleveland wedges? Like, that's what I wanted. I still want them today. 
<laughs> a couple more just quick ones. Uh, one is the embargo, because everything we talked about to this part is in stores, folks. You can go in and get fit uh, and see the gains. And by the way, uh, like I mentioned earlier, we're running 10 business days or better. I mean, we're going to once we get our inventory, which is going to happen before launch, we're going to start pounding these clubs out there and you guys are going to have them, you know, on or before launch. But the one thing I want to talk about is a brand that this won't we won't have this in stores till more like mid February. Wilson Dynapower. Ooh. 1954, the original Dynapower was brought. Where were you in 1954, Kyle? Uh, I think my dad was like maybe four years old. <laughs> I was a I was a minnow to Moby Dick in 1954. What about oh, you, boy. Cassie? Uh, my dad was six. <laughs> so, because my dad is, is the same age as yours. So they're bringing back the whole yeah. Dynapower thing and, um, you know, name and whatever. But I think, you know what? I think Wilson always gets a bad rap because they had some tough years there where they really took their brand down. And I don't think they would be mad for me saying that. I think they're self-admitted to that. And they're trying to re-climb out of that hole for the last 15 years, basically. And I think every year they've gotten closer. And actually, I was I was impressed with these woods. You have the, um, what do they call it? It's like Dynapower Carbon, Dynapower Titanium. So they didn't really even change it. And, you know, Kyle's giving me the face because he hasn't even seen this. It just launched. I haven't seen it. I, I'm literally Well, Googling the embargo, it. I think, just came out yesterday or this week, the embargo was. Um, but I saw it and I scrolled right past it. See, classic <laughs> Wilson cut earmuffs. Um, but anyway, it actually, so they have a carbon one. The carbon one is basically oh. your player's driver. Okay. And it's the same thing me and Kyle have been rattling about for 40 minutes mm -hmm. here, which is the carbon allows it to get more center gravity forward. You know, you're going to get that, you know, be able to control your ball flight, work it a little bit more, lower launching, lower spinning, that whole thing. And then they have their titanium, which is more, it's an all titanium driver, which is going to be more forgiving, more center gravity, more back. Um, but you have really nice adjustability in the hosel. You have some weight adjustability. It's matte black. It looks good. I'm going to tell you for the price point, because it's going to be on the low end of all the drivers we talked about. I think they might got something here. Got I got something here. They should be charging more than everybody else to create more buzz rather than less. Uh, hey, you mean the PXG model? Yeah. Yeah. You want to get out of that? Like then charge more. Yeah. Like Wilson's a huge uh, company, right? Like there are pictures of these online, so you can find them. Oh, no, you can. The, the embargo was because I checked when I was doing this just to make sure I wasn't ruffling too many feathers. So would uh, we would we carry the woods Wilson's and the irons? It. Yeah, so we're gonna have the drive. There's a driver Fairwood hybrid iron. Yeah, uh, all the Dynapower line. So yeah. there's just so there's a Dynapower two drivers. Mm -hmm. Then there's one Dynapower Fairway Wood, one Dynapower hybrid, and one Dynapower iron. And um, again, you know they're gonna talk about AI, you know carbon chassis, all the same things everybody's talking about. But I will say they're gonna keep up with the Joneses. Um, and so I think it's an interesting thing if you're looking for something, you know, a little bit, uh, maybe something a little different, something you're going to save a couple bucks on. We're going to have them in store. So uh, by mid-February. Yeah. I, know, I know their irons have always performed really well. And, and it's a benefit when it's, you know, when you have someone trying to hit a certain price point, mm -hmm. you know, like their, their D line and C line of irons have always absolutely crushed it. Um, and they have some great tech um, that there's no shortage on technology and, and what they're putting out there. So the Dynapower is, you know, obviously uh, paying a lot of respect to their past and their big lines. And I will say when you actually see the clubs, there are some uh, obviously tributes to the original Dynapower. Actually, one of the cool, this Kyle might like this because he's a huge head cover geek and has a million head covers and does all that. I don't know what he does with them all. We'll leave that for uh, an OnlyFans page. Oh, but boy. anyway, the head cover, when I saw the head covers for these, sick. 
really? Are yeah, they they're like kind of like pom-poms? they're kind of like no, like no, but they're they, they, they it's it's like leather, but it's more of like an like a tribute to retro. So it's kind of got this retro new age leather head cover. I thought it was cool. Big number one on it or something. I, yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I I liked it. I think the irons, I they're they're both fine, but I think I like the irons better. And the irons come in lefty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shout out for our lefty fe- friends. Are you a lefty? I'm not, but we do have, we have a lot of customers that the moment we post something, they're like, does it come in left-handed? This absolutely does. So. I, I wonder if they're right- actually left-handed or are they just like stirring. Or they like to, you poke the bear. Yeah, I maybe. actually play right-handed and left-handed. Actually, I alternate every club in my bag. One's right, one's lefty. Huh. I don't actually. I was like, that's not a thing. How funny. <laughs> what if I did that though, just to throw off somebody? There are definitely people. No, 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 no. You would be no, no, no. Listen to me. My bag is set up that way. I would never hit the lefties, but they would be like, "What the hell are you doing?" And they would underestimate my ability, and then that's what I pounce on them. They think you're a switch hitter, like literally. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, he is people a switch hitter though. Hey yo, people Hey-o. like Phil Mickelson though are technically <laughs> not, not left-handed. Seinfeld. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't put Kyle in the room with Nick usually, yes. guys. <laughs> All right, so Wilson, they've got some great stuff out. They sign, they have, don't they have? Um, oh, who's, ain't no, ain't no hobby. Who's that? Yeah, uh, Kiz. Yeah, Kevin He's Kisner. They just signed. Them, right. Wood, they lost Woodland. I don't know where he went. I can't Cobra. remember. Cobra. You're right. Cobra. And then they signed. Uh, yeah, Kevin Kisner. Ain't Interesting. No Interesting. That's I a do. great sign. I, I like, guy. I mean, I, he needs to play better, but I, as a person and as a social media troll, I love Kevin Kisner. Yeah. I hope he plays well with Wilson stuff and gets him on the map. Otherwise, I guess they'll just win. In fact, one we of should my look into seeing if we could get him as a brand ambassador to just be an online troll for us because he's great at it. I, I can ask. I think I would rather Max Homa. Well, they're like, they're like best friends. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can get them both. Yeah. Package that deal. Be good. Yeah. Be yeah. Good. They'll troll. Catch them trolling. Um, Okay, last one uh, is the Mizuno 923 Forged and 923 Tour, which is just extensions of the 923 line that they came out with in September. The irons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the new Tour irons look sick. Yeah. Have you seen that cavity, how low it goes? Yeah, they call it the new new V chassis, which is basically, like you said, low and Mm -hmm. like... Just really moves that weight to the extreme edges, making it forgiving and hot and all those things. And both of these clubs have it in there. Thinner top line on both of them, too, than the previous models, uh, which was pretty noticeable for a hacker even like me. Yeah. You know, we had a guy in uh, just yesterday. He had 900 tours. God, I'm so bad at golf. And you you can see that they they checked all the boxes for him and they performed great. Better misses. Uh, Mizuno has a loyal following. Mm -hmm. People go absolutely feral when they release release irons. So feral. Absolutely feral. Like Like a pig? Oh, God. I don't know why I talk to you. Like a feral pig? Okay. So here. These, so people aren't confused. This is just a line of extension of the irons that they uh, released in September. This is not taking over anything they currently have in the mo- in the in their um, their lineup in their lineup. But this is just extension. So they still have the H, the normal nine twenty three, the nine twenty three HL, the nine twenty three Pro. The 923 Forged and the 923 Tour. <laughs> so we have a lot on the wall. <laughs> I can't believe I got through all those. What comes in lefty? <laughs> oh, good question. <laughs> do they still do the, the I don't. Only you know set? what? That, that, I should know that off the top of my head. I don't remember it off the top of my head. I, I think they got rid of the SEL. And actually, there's like two models that are in lefty. Oh, there you go. But lefties. I have to look that back up. But don't hold me to that. I mean, we still I, we have the largest lefty selection that you're oh. going to find anywhere. So that, That's true. We got a big lefty. Okay. So 
Do we do we miss anything? Of the big release? I mean, we had like Even Roll came out with a couple new putters. You know what? Real quick, let's just, yeah, Even Roll has some new putters, which it has adjustable. Even Roll, when they first came out, was just like all about their uh, milling on their face. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you were off, you know, how they milled it and how deep the mill was, you know, you're going to get consistent ball speeds and roll and blah, 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 blah. That's great. A lot of people were doing that too, but they made a big deal out of it. And a lot of people bought their putters. I like their putters. They're a, they're, they're a milled putter. They're a great putter, but now they've made them even more adjustable in the last couple of years. And that's why we've really gravitated towards them. Now you can pick Hazel head. And in the new model, you can even do all the different weighting options. They have like a lot of their putter, like most of them have like four weights on them mm -hmm. and you can put these extreme weights back front. Plus, you can play around with shafts like chrome, black, all that. So highly customizable in the fitting session. The finished product will be highly custom, you know, come to you. Yeah, they say something like 80,000 combinations between all the hosels and everything. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. And they look really good, too. Fantastic look. Great <coughs> they, deal. they added a quality product. They added you know, a long neck. And now you. They added a long neck. Well, they which is like Nick's a, absolute a long crack. Neck, yeah. Long plumber's neck. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many. And even I guess that, we like, added it. One. I was going to say, yeah. do you think they did it because you bugged them yeah. for it? <laughs> I would like, I'm going to say that I'm going to take credit for it, but I know. No, You're but there's not a lot of people. Yeah. There's not a lot of people that do it. And I, I always say it. I always bring that up to people like, why wouldn't you have one long neck offering? Yeah, mm -hmm. eh, we do the double bend. Well, I know it accomplishes basically the same, same thing, yeah. but it, to a, to a discerning golfer, which is who we do. I don't care if you're a 25 handicap discerning golfer or a scratch discerning golfer. You know what you want. Like if you want a face balance putter. I don't want a double. There's two ways to accomplish it. Double bend or long neck. I want a long neck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's that look at offset and, you know, toe hang and everything. When you have that long neck plumber's neck um, or even a slant neck, you know, you're getting the offset that suits your eye so you can aim the putter correctly. A lot of those double bend shafts don't have as much offset. And there you go. Any shafts we should shout out real quick before we go into yays and nays. Uh, Mitsubishi GT came out, which is basically like takes over for their ZF model. Uh, kind of that in between a blue and the PD right in between. Yeah, right. Kind of. If you remember blue board, whiteboard somewhere right there. Okay. In between there. Or, so yeah. Blue board, whiteboard. I don't know if there's a whole lot of other shafts. I know that uh, we're going to be putting some uh, true tempers put in VRTX, which is like their uh, kind of new launch project X graphite. Um, that's going to be going into the stores and really nice stuff from them. Um, what else? Am I missing anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, shaft shaft wise, not as much right this time of year, but I think there'll be some more coming. Um, okay. So now, Kyle, we're gonna do yays and nays. Did we do yays and nays the last time you were on here? No. No, this was that was pre-yay and nay as a segment. Pre-yay and nay. Okay. So basically I'm gonna say something. You're gonna say yay or nay, and you can explain yourself if you want. Sometimes okay. it'll it'll be real quick. Sometimes we're gonna argue about it. Okay. <laughs> Make sense? Got it. Okay, you're gonna go first. Cassie second, me third. Okay, we got the rotation. Barbecue, love it. Hard yay. Ugh. Okay, what kind of barbecue? I mean, are you gonna just tell Ooh. me? Do you eat all barbecue? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not passing up on ribs, brisket, anything with barbecue sauce. I don't care if it's my kids' dino I, nuggets. <laughs> I am taking it down if there's barbecue sauce on it. But but more like double click on that. I'm talking sweet like, baby Ray's is probably my go to. Okay, that's oh, what I was my looking for. Love sweet baby Ray's. Love it. It's great price, good flavor. But I like you know I'll try the whatever the like yellow mustardy ones. Okay, are so too. my like mother in law those. makes her own barbecue sauce that everybody in the family loves. I got to bring it over for you. Oh, yeah. Everybody says it's great. I'm not a barbecue sauce guy. I am, but I mean I'm not like they all taste good to me. Mm -hmm. But this one, everybody claims is really good. 
all of our listeners in Texas are like yelling at this. The well, right so that, that was what I was trying to get them to. Like if you, you travel the country a lot, going to stores mm-hmm. and stuff, where is your favorite barbecue? Oh my gosh. Uh, I think the last time I was in Memphis, I think I got gout from the amount of barbecue and <laughs> oh beer I had. Oh my gosh. There was this place right by our store. I would go there every day for lunch and dinner. <gasps> Like a little half slab of ribs. Meat sweats. Oh, yeah. It was terrible. I think it took me like two or three weeks to get to work it through the system. Yeah. I've had, I say so gross, but I've had the meat sweats. Do you guys know Texas State Brazil? Oh, yeah. Yeah, So before I went vegetarian, that was like the place that I would go for whatever. For like, place will give you the meat sweats. Dude, I would have the meat sweats by like, an, uh, like 30 minutes in and I still had that little card that you flip on green. Like, keep bringing me the filet mignon, please. Yeah. Like, there was a time when I ate meat. I, I'm even, let's pretend I'm not vegetarian. I am a nam barbecue just because I don't like the flavor of barbecue sauce. I have never so that, found a barbecue sauce I like. That was my question to you because I knew the answer to this because we've talked about you being sure. vegan. yeah. But like I, my wife has taken tofu and made like tofu chicken fingers sure. with barbecue sauce. And I was wondering, you just don't like barbecue sauce. I just sauce. don't like barbecue sauce. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put tofu, like we can do like teriyaki or sweet and sour or like dip in a ranch if it's like fried like a chicken nugget or whatever. But like I've never found a barbecue sauce where I was like, oh my God, this is so good. Are there any other condiments you don't like? Um, I've heard I'm, of people like not liking ranch or oh, that's wild. stuff like that. I, if people don't yeah. like ranch, I Liar. can't. I Everybody can't. Loves ranch. I can't even deal with that. Trick question. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people like no mayonnaise, no ranch. No I can't mustard. do blue cheese. Mayonnaise blue cheese or Miracle dressing. Whip? Oh, mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Oh, I'm a hard no on. Mayonnaise. I like them both. No oh. mayonnaise all day. I can't do blue cheese dressing. That, but I also just feel like why there's nothing I would put blue cheese dressing on that wouldn't be better in ranch. So that's probably mm. part of it. This is such a Midwest conversation. Yeah. Um, awesome. No, but yeah, big, big nay <laughs> on barbecue, though. What about you, Nick? Uh, I'm a barbecue. I'm a yay. Uh, I'm not as big of a yay as Kyle because I am a little particular in my barbecue. Like it has to be I'm not going to eat any kind of barbecue. Um, but when I find barbecue places or joints or areas that I like, yes, I indulge. And, mm. um, I know I like how I like to do barbecue at the house. But yeah, big yay. OK, here's an interesting one that <laughs> is going to be weird. More carbon in heads. Yay. More carbon, more better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, this was a loaded one that's going to be yay. I mean, like if there's one thing that like these golf companies have shown us, carbon allows them to do more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't, I'm going to defer to you and whatever your take is, is my take. I just think it's fun. (laughs) I I was just like, how many times can we say carbon in this? uh, Do you have a carbon bowling ball? No. They make planes. They make sail. I mean, everything's made out of carbon. Oh yeah, there's now. a lot of carbon fiber things. Yeah. That you Did you guys can. see the new Vessel golf bags that are fifteen hundred bucks with some kind of super carbon astronaut? No, I was stuff. just looking at Vessel golf bags before this yeah, because they've got a limited. We're line. doing it for our master staff program. They're getting Vessel bags and backpacks. They've I got, actually love Vessel. They've got a like a it's like fifteen hundred bucks for the carry bag and sixteen hundred for the staff bag. Yeah, I don't like it that much, but I do like Vessel. I still want. Okay, this is going to be an interesting one because we're, I think me and Kyle have a similar opinion. And I I think actually you'll have, uh, Cassie will have a similar opinion, but on a different angle. Product launch season. (sighs) It's my favorite season of the year. I just wish we could play golf right now. Yeah. Same. I mean, I have a big yay. It's it's a little bit. You went out of order. It's Cassie. Sorry. It's Cassie. Go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think you're right. I, I, I like it. I don't. 
I don't enjoy it as a marketer because well, right. it's just too much. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you as have a to golfer like, though, I like it. Yeah. So I because I like seeing all the new stuff come out and like I obviously am, am I get to work here, so I get to see stuff before everybody else does. But well, like I this is so exhausting. I want to well, then me right and now. you are on the same page because for like me as a golfer, I think it's great. Like I said, I can't wait to get fitted this week. Yeah, you know all these things. Like it's just awesome, but like. It's the person in charge of getting the demos to the store and on time and, so you know, then trying to make sure all the vendors are, you know, getting us the product when we're supposed to get it. It's just one after another. And you're the same way with all the embargoes and having to put the marketing up there. I mean, Kyle could even get into that because he's got to make sure his fitters are educated and ready to go and all that out in the field. It's a busy, hectic season, but it is awesome. Yeah. All the new toys. Yep. Okay. Playing the correct tease. So forward, back. What is correct, though? <laughs> I just yeah. want to start the conversation of like forward tees. I'm going to say this for you because you're a, you know, longer hitter, play at a club, all this forward tees. Yay or nay? I think that you should play to the tees that fit your handicap, not how far you hit it distance wise. Ooh, interesting. So, ever, can you say that again? Because I want everybody to hear that and just. Pay attention to it very well. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I, I know plenty of people who hit it 300 yards, but they're 30 handicappers. Right. Right. That doesn't sure. mean you have to play the tips. No. Right. Like you suck. So go, yeah. go play the tees. I always joke. I go, how many times when you were a kid and you started playing video games, you started on expert level? Never. But yeah, everybody wants to walk to the play back. From the tips, yeah. 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 I'm a big, well, for tees, I'm a big yay just because that's usually what I play anyway. But I actually, I agree with Kyle, I think that your that your tee choice should be based on your overall skill level, not your skill just off the tee. A hundred percent. And for the folks that don't know, Kyle is a class A PGA professional, if that gives him any more credibility. But <laughs> I couldn't even give. I don't I think it does. That. I think it makes him less credibility. No, I'm kidding. But anyway, um, he's been taking a lot of shots at me. But anyway, I, I, I'm with you. And it's not distance. It's mm-hmm. handicap. It's mm-hmm. skill overall. Mm-hmm. And I have this argument on the first tee with too many folks too often. And I, I feel like I lose it more often than I get it. And you know how the club guys are. You know, ah, oh, we got to go play the bags. Like, no, four tees, man. Yay. Like, <laughs> all day. Yeah. Speed well, it up. At your average country club, they have like the members tees where all the events are played from and everything. Right. And that's where everybody plays because that's where all the events It's called are. the members tees. Stop yeah. calling it the members tees. It's like, yeah, you're a you're a one or a two handicap. Like, let's play it all the way back. Kind of goes back to our happens. talk earlier about the, you know, you know what the, what the denomination on the bottom of club seven or whatever to its loft. Right. Like to your point, tees should be more based around handicap. And you do see some courses do that really well. And not around yardage. Like they should almost take the yardage off and off the scorecard. Yeah. Well, maybe not the whole. Well, everybody maybe. uses lasers. Yeah. Right? I mean, everybody. Uses I don't know. We got to reformat people. But okay, here's a, here's a fun one. We'll we'll finish on this one. Tom Brady possibly retiring. Oh God. After getting absolutely trounced by the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. May. He's going to die on a football field. Oh, my God. Kyle, he, Kyle, he loves, Kyle's, that guy loves football more than his ex-wife, more than his kids, more than anything. You're going to have to, like, pry him off a football field. So like, I didn't I know that. So, well, so he's, that's what I was about to get to. That's why I added this question is I've known Kyle for a long time. And there was one fact I didn't know until, like, in the last year when I saw him wearing a Tampa Bay hat. And I'm like, why the hell are you wearing a Tampa Bay hat? You're not a Tampa Bay fan. He goes, not really, but I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, like the biggest Tom Brady fan. And so that's he was wearing a, uh, a Tampa Bay hat. Hammer and Hank was crying when the Bucks were losing to the Cowboys the other night because – 
That's his son, by Lauren, the way, Hammer and Hank. Lauren, Lauren six told year old him, son. Yeah. Lauren told him that he might retire after this if he loses. Oh, so. why did Lauren tell him I that? I don't know. But as soon as he wakes up Tuesday morning, he's like, hey, Dad, did the Bucks win? I said no, and he immediately started crying. <gasps> it's like, he's not going to retire, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, I actually, I'm with you. I don't think he's going to retire either. In fact, I don't really have a take on this because I just did this more for you. Um, although we'll hear Cassie's take too. But I, I yay or nay or whatever, I, Tom Brady in the league is good. So I'll I feel like. Cassie yeah. is someone who would hate Tom Brady. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I we've talked. I think we've talked about Tom Brady before. Not maybe in this context. We got to get him on this podcast. Okay, go right ahead. <laughs> I've got enough on my plate. We just talked about that. Um, I don't hate Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady is not a nice person. And we were we were just watching the game the other day, and he does not look like he's enjoying his job. And I get it. It's a job. It's work, whatever. But, like, a lot of other people that are on the football field are, like, fucking around. And when they're mic'd up, they're, like, joking. Like, it's a, it's a game, but it's also their job, and they're, like, happy to be there. That man is not happy to be there. So, for me as, like, a viewer, I'm obviously not a Bucks fan. I was not a Patriots fan. I'm not even really a Tom Brady fan. But if you're a good football player, I enjoy watching you, right? I, I don't enjoy watching him. Because he's so miserable as he, and this was before the Giselle shit and all that. Like he's so miserable. So I don't hate him because I think a lot of people just pick on. It's like the Yankees. Like you pick on the Yankees and you hate them because they're good. Like I don't care. Um, but he's a miserable human being. So for that reason, if he were to retire, I agree that he's like the NFL is more fun when he's in it. But also, like, give somebody else an opportunity. Like, you clearly don't want to be here. Like, go away. I feel that way about Aaron Rodgers, too, though. He doesn't want to be at Tampa Bay anymore because Tampa Bay basically dismantled his whole system. Maybe. And he can't get anybody to play the system he wants to play, and he can get zero protection. It'll be interesting to see where he goes next year. I kind of feel like he's going to end up either Raiders, San Francisco. Yeah, probably Raiders, San Francisco. Yeah, they were talking about Vegas. Like, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he retires, though. I mean, think about it: seven hundred fifty million dollars. Right? Oh yeah, that's what he's getting mm-hmm. to to be an analyst. Like, yeah, it's a lot of money. However, that man likes to win more than anything, yeah. and that's why he's a miserable yeah. jerk Maybe. on the field. I mean, I don't losing. think he's leaving like, his his wife and stuff because, well, who knows? We're speculating that they left because he went and played football again, but. Or maybe he knew they were getting a divorce and he was like, wait a minute, I'm going to play football one more year, get the divorce out of the way so she can't get half of the $750 million that I'm going to get mm. for being an analyst. Well, there maybe there was a strategy. Whoa. Did yeah, I just blow your mind? Crime. We're a true crime po- uh, podcast now. <laughs> Just like that, true crime. Yeah. True crime. Maybe that's what. Maybe that's why he's miserable because he's just trying to hold out for that seven hundred fifty mil. Smart, you know. Cassie's going to be a consultant for how to get, you know, how to divorce your spouse in a most efficient way. Honey, I love you if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's all we got um, today. Hopefully, you got to learn a couple new things about uh, all these cool products coming out, and you enjoyed listening to our takes on it and our thoughts on it. Uh, Kyle, thanks. Cassie, thanks. And we'll see you all next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Fits with the Founder. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to support our show. And if you want more equipment content, follow the Club Champion and TXG content teams at TXG, a Club Champion brand on social media. 